It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 43 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Father Knows Best is one of the all-time most popular comedy radio shows in history, and it spawned a TV show that was even more popular. It ran from August 25, 1949 to March 25, 1954 on NBC Radio and starred Robert Young as the sarcastic and frustrated head of the household, Jim Anderson. Gene Whitley, and later Gene Vanderpill, starred as his patient and wise wife, Margaret. Their children, Betty, played by Rhoda Williams, Bud, played by Ted Donaldson, and Kathy, played by Norma Jean Nilsson, were typical all-American boys and girls of the time and a source of never-ending frustration for Jim. The TV show ran from October 3, 1954 to September 17, 1960 and was extremely popular. Two reunion TV shows were made, one in 1977 called Father Knows Best Reunion and another that December called Father Knows Best Home for Christmas. But it all started with the radio show, which indelibly imprinted the typical American suburban family into American pop culture. So sit back and enjoy the September 10, 1953 broadcast of Father Knows Best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now listen to Father Knows Best, transcribed starring Robert Young as Father. Welcome to Springfield and another half-hour visit with the folks in the white frame house on Maple Street. Sit back and enjoy life with the Andersons. Kathy, Bud, Betty, Margaret, and Jim, as the head of this typical American household, again sets out to prove that father knows best. We'll join the Andersons in just a moment. You've probably heard it said that the Series E United States Savings Bond has been improved. You probably know that it pays back more money in less time than ever before. Now, I'd like to tell you how these improvements benefit you. Say you buy a $1,000 bond. Actually, you know, you only pay $750 for it. Formerly, that bond would mature in 10 years. But now, the improved Series E bond matures in nine years and eight months. And it pays you $4 for every $3 you invest. Also, you can hold the improved Series E savings bond beyond maturity and earn even further interest. 3% interest compounded semi-annually for as long as 10 additional years. At that time, your original investment of $750 is worth well over $1,300. That's an 80% return on your original investment. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy improved Series E savings bonds today. (laughs) 
They say curiosity once killed a cat, a fate that's both proper and fitting. So why not give thanks for the good fortune that lets you pry yet not die like a kitten? The point we're trying to make is that curiosity is not confined to cats. It's a human frailty as well. And when it comes to frailties, well, we doubt that you'll find anyone quite as human or frail as our dear friends in Springfield, the Andersons. Like this. Margaret, may I say that in my long years as a lover of good red beef, never has a more succulent morsel passed my lips. Well, thank you, dear. What'd he say? He liked the roast beef. Oh, and now as a fitting climax to an unforgettable repast, may I be favored with that delicious Napoleon. Of course, dear. But... He wants his dessert. Oh. There you are. Thank you. From the bottom of a happy and carefree heart, I say thank you. What's the matter with him? He sold a big policy this afternoon. Oh. Robert Wagner. What was that, dear? Janie said it was Robert Wagner. As if she knew. Realizing full well that I ought to have my brains examined, still I ask, what about Robert Wagner? There isn't any reason at all for thinking that's who she meant. Who who meant? Luella Parsons. Betty. Just a moment, dear. These things must be approached delicately. We've got to sneak up on them or they fly away. Tell me, Betty, how's everything down around the gas works? Father, Janie Liggett said that Luella Parsons meant Robert Wagner in her column, and it's just ridiculous. He never even goes to places like that. Now, there you are, Margaret. You see, everything's all cleared up. That's nice. May I have the cream and sugar, please? Here you are, Dad. Thank you. All right, Kathy. Now, let's not dawdle. Mommy and Daddy are in a hurry. Yes, Mommy. Oh, why do they do things like that? Like what, dear? Put things like that in the paper. Well, I tried it once and it didn't hurt much. All right, Betty. What do they put in the paper? Things like this. Here, I cut it out. Hmm. What young and handsome star was seen leaving what Sunset Strip nightclub with what blonde young starlet? Isn't that exasperating? Is that the whole thing? <laughs> yes, and Janie has the nerve to say it's Robert Wagner. She does? She certainly does. Isn't that stupid? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Why, anyone with half an eye can see they mean Lassie. <laughs> Father. Well, look at it. Blonde, young. Oh, you mean the boy. Father, it isn't funny. No? No, and I don't think you have any right to laugh at me. Your father wasn't laughing at you, dear. He certainly was. Now, wait a minute. Do you mean you're going to let a little thing like this upset you? It isn't a little thing. How would you feel if you didn't know who it was? I think I'd pull through somehow. <laughs> They ought to give you a hint. Dad. Just a minute, bud. Betty, let's say you do figure out who they mean. Then what? Well, then I'll know. You know what they say about curiosity that killed a cat. And this whole thing is nothing but a silly attempt to satisfy your morbid curiosity. I have to know things, don't I? Not things like who came out of where with what. That's being curious about the most meaningless sort of trivia. What's trivia? I wouldn't care if it were something important, but how can you sit there and make yourself miserable about something that doesn't amount to a row of beans in the first place? Daddy. What is it, Kathy? What's trivia? Well, trivia are things that are, uh, uh, uh trivial. <laughs> They're unimportant. Why? Because they don't amount to anything. 
Like this whole conversation. Had a boy, Dad. Bud. I was agreeing with him. Farley Granger. I'll bet that's who it was. Betty. He's young and goes out Betty. With... Yes, Father? I don't care if it's Groucho Marx on a white horse. <laughs> forget about it. But I only I said... said forget about it. Jumping creepers. Daddy, what? And I don't want any trouble with you, either. But I have to ask you something. Jim, I don't think you're being very nice. Nice? How can anybody be nice when he's being smothered in quiz kids? Just because the children ask a few innocent questions... Honey, they don't do anything but ask questions. From the time they get up in the morning until they go to bed at night. Who's on first? What's on which? It's enough to make a man commit harakiri. What's harakiri? Now look, Kathy. Leave your father alone, dear. He's in one of those moods. One of what moods? I was in a wonderful mood. Wasn't I, Bud? Well, I was so full of roast beef, I loved everybody in the whole world. The milk of human kindness was practically oozing out of me. Wasn't it, Bud? Want an encyclopedia with ears. You bet, Dad. What? What you said. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Rock Hudson, that's who it was. Margaret, I think I'll go for a walk, a long walk. All right, dear. And if you happen to pass the Liggetts, be sure to drop in. The Liggetts? We're going to their party. Remember? Oh, say, we'd better hurry up. You didn't tell me what Harakiri was. You mean Harry Carey. She means Harakiri. She does? She most certainly does. See? Daddy. Yes, Kathy? What is it? Margaret, do all children ask as many questions as ours? How do you stand it? Oh, mothers have a system. When they reach a point just one degree short of hysterics, they go shopping. Well, I suppose that's as good an excuse as any. <gasps> Jim, I'm so glad you mentioned it. Mentioned what? Shopping. <laughs> I mentioned shopping? You'll never guess who I met downtown this afternoon. Robert Wagner. No. The Wella Parsons? Jim. Am I close? Do you remember the two boys who had the cabin next to ours at Round Lake two summers ago? Yes. I met the tall one. You did? Uh-huh. What's he doing in Springfield? Well, he said that the other one... Oh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Freddie something. No, 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 it wasn't Freddie. Well, something like Freddie. Well, it isn't important. Eddie? No. Anyway... Wait a minute, Margaret. I've got the name on the tip of my tongue. Oh, let me see it. <laughs> I know his name as well as I know my own. Eddie, uh, Teddy... Betty. Margaret, please. Oh. Betty, you remember the two boys who had the cabin next to ours? I do. Are you sure it wasn't Freddie? Yes, dear, I'm sure. I can see him just as plain, sort of chunky with dark hair. Hector Smith and I ran into him during the World Series in Cleveland that year. That's the one. Who was pitching? Bud. <laughs> well, I just wanted to know. You see, that's what I mean by curiosity. While I'm trying to figure out something vitally important... Ha! What was that? Why is it important for you and not for us? Because you don't even remember the man. What man? Freddy. His name wasn't Freddy, dear. Well, it was something like Freddy. Was it Bobby Feller? Mm. <laughs> no. He pitched the first game. Now, look, Maybe Bud. it was Roy Rogers. Who was? 
I don't know. Margaret, why is it that any time I try to... Bernie. What, dear? Wasn't it Bernie? I don't think so. Bernie, Cerny, Derny... Only gave up two hits in the whole game. Bud, please. <laughs> and he lost anyway. Now, look, Bud. Jim, it, it isn't that important. It certainly is. I was just about to say the name, and he drove it clear out of my mind with that ridiculous prattle about a silly baseball game. Silly? Bud. That was one of the finest games they ever had in a World Series. Only six hits in the whole game. Lernie, Murney, Nerney. Jim. How would you like to give up two hits and then lose the game one to nothing? Bud, will you please stop it and let me think? Jim, we've got to get ready to go. Where? To the Liggetts. Or would you rather stay home? Oh, no. You, uh, don't worry about me. I'll be ready to leave any time you are. If a thing like that happened to me, I'd shoot myself. If you keep this up, you won't have to. <laughs> when I want to know something, it's morbid curiosity. But when he wants... Uh, Betty, I think you'd better start clearing the table. But Father said... Kenny, that was it. All right, Betty, go ahead. No, it wasn't Kenny. Kenny? No. Jumping creepers. No. Was he a southpaw? Who? The pitcher. But for the last time... Was he a southpaw? Isn't this awful? I can see him as though he were standing right in front of me. He's left-handed. Who is? A southpaw. <laughs> Who said anything about a southpaw? Kathy did. No, I didn't. I asked what it was. Well, I told you. Southpaw is left-handed. Why? Margaret. I'm going upstairs and comb my hair. Hector, he'll know. Jim, you're not going to call Hector. Why not? It'll only take me a minute. Curiosity killed a cat. Betty, please. Curiosity has nothing to do with it. I just feel like calling Hector, that's all. Why? Because he's one of my best friends, that's why. But, dear, you're going to see him in the morning. Well, I want to find out about my hammer. That's what I want to find out. He borrowed it last week. He brought it back yesterday. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Well, I was just trying... Wait a minute. I've got it. Jim. I've got it, Margaret. It was Ernie Franklin. Of course. Ernie Franklin. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for that. Now, you see, I knew if you'd just leave me alone for a minute. What did he have to say? Who, dear? <laughs> Ernie Franklin. I didn't meet Ernie Franklin. You most certainly did. You said you met him downtown today while you were shopping. No, dear, don't you remember? I told you I met the other boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, when it comes to names, Father can't boast of the world's best memory. But when it comes to the really important things, Father always remembers that having your fortune told can be a lot of fun, especially if wonderful things are predicted for your future. But what a pity, there's no guarantee they'll come true. Now, I can make a prediction about your financial future that will come true. I predict that you're going to get extra dollars to spend in less than ten years just by investing today in United States savings bonds. That prediction is absolutely guaranteed. Because for every $3 you put in, you'll get back $4 when your savings bonds mature. And I can predict even more money in your future. Because when you hold your savings bonds beyond maturity, you'll earn still further interest. The improved rate of 3% interest compounded semi-annually continues for as long as 10 years beyond the maturity date of your bonds. Finally, I predict you'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today. 
Why don't you? I guarantee every prediction I've made for you will come true. It's after midnight in Springfield, and but one small light blinks its cheer from the white frame house on Maple Street. That's in the master bedroom where the master, if we may speak loosely, is still giving his problem the old college try. Like this. Bill Stewart. Phil Stewart. Bill Phillips. Phil Billups. Jim. Jim Phillips. Jim. Hmm? What? Oh. You um, realize, of course, the Liggetts will probably never speak to us again? Why? I didn't do anything to them. You sat in the corner and mumbled to yourself all night. Well, I wasn't hurting anybody. Every five minutes you ran to the telephone. I was only trying to get Hector. You know that. He certainly picked a fine evening to go out. So did we. Jim, where are you going? I'm going to call Heck. That's where I'm going. But you can't. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'll be right back, honey. You call a doctor at 2 o'clock in the morning. Why can't you call a friend? Friend. Fine friend he turned out to be. Introduces you to people, then you can't remember their names. Ruins a perfectly good evening just because he hasn't got sense enough to stay home when you need him. Now, what happened to the light switch? Huh. Every time you want the darn thing, it's someplace else. Anyway, 2 o'clock isn't so late. Lots of people stay up until 2 o'clock. Probably isn't even in bed yet. I hope. Hello? Hello, Heck. Hello. Heck, this is Jim Anderson. Isn't here. No, Heck, this is Jim. Did I wake you up? Who is this? It's Jim, Jim Anderson. Heck, do you remember those two friends of yours who had the cottage next to us at Round Lake? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, what were their names? Who? <laughs> those friends of yours who had the cottage next to ours. What about them? Margaret met the tall one downtown this morning, and we can't remember his name. I don't know, Elizabeth. It's holy jumping catfish. What's the matter? It's after two o'clock. I know, Heck, but look, it began with a B, and if you'll just tell... Do you tell... mean to say you woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning to ask me a guy's name? Yeah. I'll be through in a minute, honey. Heck, I know it sounds crazy. Sounds crazy? It is crazy. You're nuts. Heck, you've got to help me. It's driving me out of my mind. 2 o'clock in the morning. Heck, listen to me a minute. Uh, hello? Heck? Well, that's fine. Just fine. What did Hector say to you? He hung up on me. No. Just hung up. Well, we might as well face it. Calling people at 2 o'clock in the morning isn't exactly the way to endear yourself to your fellow man. Okay, if that's the way he feels about it. Just wait until he wants something. Now what are you going to do? Well, you know what they say. When all the world's agin you and you haven't got a friend, there's only one thing you can do to bring a happy end. Go make yourself a sandwich. Who said that? I did. <laughs> Jim, if you eat anything now, you'll be up all night. I'll be up all night anyway. What's in the icebox? Oh, the usual thing. 
six pairs of roller skates, 12 pairs of galoshes. <laughs> Very funny. You're so cute. Well, what do we generally have in the ice box? Ice. <laughs> well, what do you know? Food. Let's see now. Cold ham. Jim, will you please leave that alone? But I just want to... That's tomorrow night's dinner. Now, just sit down and I'll fix the sandwich for you. What kind? Oh, I'll think of something. Hmm. Here we are. How about a nice melted cheese? The kind we used to make up at the lake. Oh, Margaret. Why, Jim, you've always liked melted cheese. That isn't what I mean. Why did you have to mention the lake? What? I'd almost forgotten about the name, and now, well, now you've started it all over again. All I said was that I'd make a melted cheese sandwich. Did somebody call me? <laughs> Bud. Well, if it isn't the boy with the built-in tapeworm. Hi, Dad. Why aren't you in bed? I heard somebody open the icebox. You know, Margaret, I think he must be part bloodhound. <laughs> Bud Anderson, you go right back to bed where you belong. Can I even have one sandwich? Not even half a sandwich. You march right now, upstairs. Just a second, honey. Let's not be hasty about this. After all, he's a growing boy, and he hasn't had anything to eat since 7 o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock. What? This is my second trip. <laughs> okay, Bud, you heard your mother. Up to bed. But I hardly ate anything last time, and I'm a growing boy. I said up to bed. Dear, we're in the kitchen, Betty. Say, I wonder if Ed Davis would remember. He was up at the lake that summer and he... Jim, don't you dare call the Davis. But if he knows the name... Haven't you thought of the name yet? Never mind, bud. I thought of the pitcher. Fine. You saw the second game. Bud. It was Bob Lemon. Mother, <laughs> I've heard the most mysterious noises in the kitchen. Why don't we call the... Oh. Hello, Betty. Pull up a chair. No wonder there's never anything in the icebox. Nobody ever goes to sleep. <laughs> What's going on down here? Nothing is going on down here. We're all going right back to bed. Well, wait a minute, Margaret. As long as we're up, we might as well have a sandwich or something. Jim Anderson, how do you expect... Honey, you don't seem to understand. I'm hungry. Didn't the Liggett serve anything? Oh, yes. But not to your father. Margaret. He was busy in the corner, communing with the spirits. What? I sat there very quietly. I didn't disturb a soul. But just because I didn't put on a lady's hat and dance around with my pants rolled up... Jim. Well, that's what Paul Hersey was doing, and everybody thought it was very funny. Mother, he didn't. <laughs> well, it, it was just... Daddy! Oh, creepers, I forgot all about Kathy. Jim, do you see what you've done? You've got the whole family up. I didn't wake anybody. All I did was make a phone call. Daddy! <laughs> it's all right, Kathy! Daddy, you'll wake everybody in the neighborhood. Was it burglars? <laughs> no, it was father. Gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> I've had just about enough of this. Bud, put the cheese back in the... Bud. Hmm? What happened to the cheese? <laughs> what cheese? <laughs> cheese on the table. Oh, bud. Gosh, I was just sort of nibbling and I... <laughs> was it a whole slab? Well, I guess that takes care of that. 
Go ahead, bud. What? Up to bed. I thought we were going to have a sandwich. <laughs> Betty, now what are you doing? Get some milk. Say, that's an idea. Bud. Oh, let them have their milk, dear. Are you coming upstairs? Well, I... Uh, did you want something, Dad? Yes. Uh, turn off the lights when you run out of food. <laughs> And don't you dare touch that ham. Okay, Mom. Good night. We'll be up in a few minutes, Mother. All right, dear. Good night. Good night. You know, Margaret, it's a funny thing. Every time I try to get into the icebox, something happens. Oh, I don't know. You've had your moment. Meaning what? Well, I remember a certain leg of lamb. Oh, honey, that was 12 years ago. I know. But... I suppose 12 years from now, you'll still be telling me about that same dizzy leg of lamb. Oh, go to sleep, Kathleen. Are you sure it wasn't burglars? We're quite sure, kitten. Now stop worrying about it. Betty said it was burglars. We'll tell you all about it in the morning. And go to sleep. Okay. Good night. Good night, Angel. Good night, Kathy. <sighs> oh, dear. What a night. What a night is right. I'm glad it's almost over. Well, at least you've stopped thinking about that silly name. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am sorry, dear. Margaret. Yes, Jim? You know that cat? Cat? The one that was killed by curiosity? Oh, that one. What do you suppose did it? I don't know, dear. Maybe the name of another cat it met up at Round Lake, huh? <laughs> Jim, you've got to be sensible. You can't keep this up the rest of the night. I can, huh? You certainly can't. Do you realize that in less than four hours it'll be daylight? What was that? I said... That's it! That's the name! What is it? Daylight! I mean, Jack Daly. That's who it was. Well, thank goodness. That's the fellow you met, isn't it? Yes, dear, Jack Daly. Ah... <sighs> Well. Now, will you please turn out the light and come to bed? Oh, no, not yet. You haven't finished. What did he want? Who, oh, dear? Jack Daly. Oh, I thought I told you. He just said to say hello. <laughs> Good night, dear. The Andersons will be right back. But uh, speaking of another family, have you heard about the Joneses? They're going to Europe for six weeks. They'll start in England, then visit Holland, Belgium, France, and Italy. It'll be a wonderful trip. A lifelong dream come true. You probably think Mr. Jones got a fancy raise. Well, he didn't. And nobody left him a fortune either. Then how can he afford a trip to Europe? That's simple. He and Mrs. Jones planned for it. They saved money regularly through United States savings bonds. Yes, the Joneses are going to Europe now. But someday it can be your turn. Do as they did. Put your money where it'll earn you extra money. $4 for every $3 you invest in United States savings bonds. And listen, now the maturity date of the bonds has been shortened 
and you get your money back with interest in less than 10 years. Start planning today. Your United States savings bonds can take you to Europe, too. It's been quite a night for the Andersons, one they'll long remember. Now the house is dark, the night is still. But it isn't over. No, sir. Not by a long shot. Like this. Jim. Jim. Hmm? What? No, who? What's the matter? The telephone's ringing. Good. <laughs> Jim, will you please answer the phone? Okay. Hello? Dad, the phone's ringing. <laughs> Father? Hello? <laughs> Jim, please go downstairs and answer the phone. Okay, honey. Uh, uh, what time is it? Four o'clock. Four o'clock? Ye gods and little fishes. What kind of an idiot would call us at four o'clock in the morning? I don't know, dear. But please put on your robe, Jim. You'll catch your death, of course. I'll be all right. Four o'clock. This is somebody's idea of a joke. Wake people up in the middle of the night, not have their brains examined. Spend the whole night trying to fall asleep, and then the phone has to ring. All right, I'm coming. Hello. Hello, Jim. This is Heck. <laughs> oh, now look, Heck. Jim, are you sure it began with a B? <laughs> oh, no. Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. In our cast were Ted Donaldson as Bud, Gene Vanderpile, Helen Strom, Rhoda Williams, Herb Vigran, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Father Knows Best was an NBC Radio Network production written by Ed James, directed by Max Hutto, and transcribed in Hollywood. That was the September 10th, 1953 episode of Father Knows Best. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to the podcast and for the great comments I've received in the podcast email lately. We'll see you right back here on Monday for another classic comedy radio program. Have a great weekend. I'm Greg Fordyce. And remember... Just so you know, it's not that common. It doesn't happen to every guy.